guys. Welcome to the Boom Tequila Podcast with your hosts. I'm Jody, And I'm Erin. Today, we're talking about lying. Have you ever wished that you could know when someone's lying? Well, some of our friends may know that I studied communication in college, but what most people don't know is that at one point, I wanted to work for the FBI or CIA doing behavioral analysis and deception detection. Now, I learned quickly that this was not my career path, as I honestly would probably hate a job that I could not even talk to my closest friends and family about. And I really don't have the stomach for some of the sick, twisted criminals that those agencies have to deal with. But while the secret agent life was not for me, I did still enjoy learning all about deception detection, or as some call it, the dark side of communication. And that's exactly what we're talking about today. And so I'm going to share with you some of the best tips for how to detect a lie and when to press on with some more questions. We're going to talk about the way people act, things they say, and different behaviors that can help you know when someone's telling the truth or when they might be lying. All right. So just disclosure, If you are interested in understanding deception tactics in an effort to become a better liar, I have to warn you, it's really not so effective. In fact, there's a good chance it'll actually make you a worse worse liar. Speaking for myself, I find that the more I understand about lying, the worse of a liar I actually am because I'm just too familiar with what might be perceived as lying. If anything, it's made me an over-the-top truth teller to where, in some cases, I explain the truth so much that it might actually seem like a red flag that I'm lying. (laughs) Anyways, that might just be me being awkward. I don't know. But just wanted to throw that out there if anyone's hoping to, uh, that that would be. So you're not going to gain any skills from today's. Well, you're you're probably not going to be a better liar, but you will be able to better detect or at least yeah. better gauge when someone is lying, I think, after this episode. That's better anyways. That's a better skill. I think so. Yeah. So when asked, most people will tell you that they think they're pretty good at detecting when someone is lying. But unfortunately, people are generally pretty awful at actually knowing when someone's lying. But when put to the test, studies indicate that people generally can only accurately detect a lie about 54% of the time just slightly better than a blind guess. There are all kinds of cues that can indicate a lie. And generally speaking, one thing alone will not completely tell you. To really be a true CIA level of deception detection, (laughs) deception detector, whatever, a lot more training is probably needed. But the key tips we have when used properly are definitely going to give you an upper hand. So the types of lies... The first thing that can be helpful in being able to better identify a lie is to be able to identify the different types of lies. The first one is lies of omission. And I think this is one that a lot of people don't think about. This is when you are sharing some of the truth, but leaving out key elements intentionally to mislead or misinform. That's the key there is you're intentionally leaving them out. So if I just forget to tell, like forget an element of the story when I'm telling it, that is not the same. But if I'm only telling you certain parts of the story in an effort to kind of mislead you or give you a different perception of what happened, that's a lie of omission. Oh, so the next is lies of commission, direct lies, such as saying you did not do something that you did. 
And the last is lies of influence. These are actually statements that might be true, but they're used to distract from the questions and are an effort to convince you that they're a good person or hold values that will ultimately convince you of whatever it is they want. So if you're asking me if I cheated on my test and I'm explaining to you how I always study really hard and I believe in the value of honesty and I'm not answering your question. I'm rather kind of taking you over here to convince you that I'm a good person or the type of person who wouldn't cheat on the test. Therefore, I'm trying to convince you that I didn't through this kind of weird loophole. I always think people are lying when they do that. Like when you ask them just a yes or no question and mm-hmm. they don't answer yes or no. They, they just are. go on with the story. I'm like, you're lying. Just yeah. say yes or no. Like it's to easy. me, that is honestly one of the biggest red flags yes. ever. Yeah. Uh, timing matters. The sooner you can detect a deceptive behavior, the better. Ideally you want to spot at least one indicator within the first five seconds after prompting a question or after the person has been kind of, uh, triggered or the idea set in place like the, yeah. So leakage cues. <laughs> Don't you love that word? <laughs> Leakage, leakage cues. Leakage. Oh, <laughs> leakage, leakage cues is just a fun industry jargon way to say signs that someone is lying. If I always look upward to the right and scrunch my nose when I tell a lie, then looking up to the right and scrunching my nose are my leakage cues or signs that I'm lying. Wouldn't it be nice if everyone had such clear cut signs as this example though? I remember you telling me that a long time ago, you were like, if people look to like, people tend to look to the side or look to the left when they're lying. And I always think of that when I think people are lying to me now. Oh, (laughs) that's so funny. But that's not always like just that one thing doesn't necessarily mean that. So there's different, like, if you look to like one direction, you're more likely thinking about like, Uh, something from the past versus if you look to the other direction, you're more likely creating something. And so there are some indicators there, but I think I just like look for people to look around, like instead of looking (laughs) at you, you know what I mean? That, yeah, that can be. All right. So clusters of deceptive behavior. Uh, This is kind of what I was saying where it's not just the one thing. So a single leakage cue alone may not be that significant. What you want to look for is two or more behaviors. For instance, if someone initially sort of rejects the question verbally and fidgets with a ring immediately after being asked, those would be a couple of things. You know, they're not, they're rejecting the question and they're fidgeting with the ring right away. Like that's two things that they're doing, but just fidgeting with their ring might not necessarily mean anything if that's the only indicator that you have. And we'll get into what these are Um, what the indicators to look for are here in a second. And then keep in mind, the greater the number of indicators, the greater the chance they're lying. So if the more red flags, the more likely you're lying. You caught them. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So what are these behaviors and signs we want to look for? There are many behaviors that can indicate someone is lying. Most will call these red flags as they are not 100% proof by themselves. The more red flags, though, the higher the chance that someone is lying. All right. So the first one that we're going to look at is deflecting the question. And for this one, I actually gave us some examples just because the concept of this one potentially is a little bit harder to think about. And so I have some examples here. Jody, if you want to read your first line, this is an example of someone deflecting the question. Where were you? Oh my gosh. You're always interrogating me. I just need you to tell me where you were. 
do you not trust me? It's like, you're a literal stalker. Seriously, how about where were you? <laughs> See what I did there? Oh, yeah. I was like, terrible. Yes. Like, ter- I feel like that's such a terrible, obvious one. Like, I'm super suspicious. But what I'm doing is I'm not answering your question. I'm kind of like twisting it and turning it onto you and just do, doing whatever to avoid the question or make you feel like you're crazy for asking me the question. You are gaslighting me, ma'am. I'm also kind of gaslighting. You. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then we're going to do another example here. So I'm going to be the questioner in this one. <laughs> Such, I'm sorry. These are awful examples, but they still will give you a good idea of what you're looking for. Even if hopefully you're never having these exact conversations. So I'm going to ask Jody, did you kill Jack? What the hell? You know, I would never want to hurt anyone. No, but you were the last person with him and now he's gone. What happened? I cannot believe you seriously even asking me this. Like, don't you know me? (laughs) (laughs) And so in this scenario, Jody is like her initial response of like, what the hell? You know, I would never want to hurt anyone. We're not answering the question. So that's not great. But it's also like that alone, you know, maybe she's really just shocked that I'm asking her. But as we go on and I'm like, I know, but what was there? And then she's still pressing in and she's like, don't you know me? And and shifting and not answering the question and dodging it. Um, I feel like this is kind of the lead up for her to start to offer some of those lies of influence where then she's going to start to try to build credibility while continuing to distract from the conversation. And anyways, yeah. So see how we're not really answering the questions and that is really just offering these kind of chaotic responses. This type of language can be a red flag, especially when combined with additional nonverbal indicators. So let's look at what a more honest response might've looked like in that scenario, even if someone was annoyed. Where were you? I was at the mall. Why do you need to constantly know where I am? It's so annoying. So I'm still answering in that scenario, but I'm I'm sassy about it, but I, my first response was to tell her where I was, you know, it wasn't like dodgy or like, why do you want to (laughs) know? Yeah. All right. Did you kill Jack? No. What the hell? Are you seriously even asking me this right now? So even there, it's like, I'm annoyed and I'm still like, oh my gosh, are you really asking me this? What the hell? But my first, the first thing in my mouth is no, you know, it's not, why are you asking me this? Mm -hmm. Or you know, or repeating the question, which we'll get to later, but that's another one. If I said, did I kill Jack? What are you even talking about? Like just that immediate, like anything that's not an answer. The problem is um, there's kind of, there's actually a communication study totally separate, but where when people give a reason for something, people tend to accept it better, even if the reason is totally nonsensical. So like if I said, Hey, I need to cut in line because I'm in a hurry. People were more likely to cut in, like allow the person to cut in line, but people were equally more likely to allow someone to cut in line. That was like, Hey, I need to cut in line because I need to check out. <laughs> and so the reason is like, duh, that's what we all need to do. Yeah. But because there's a reason anyways. Yeah. So If you're not aware of that though, mentally, you can still feel like they answered the question, even though they didn't is basically what I was getting at. Another sign that someone may be lying is if they repeat the question or take a long pause after the question before answering. Yes. That's a big one. Yeah. 
Uh, really anything that does not specifically answer the question clearly can be a red flag. Inconsistent story. So if there are any parts that don't totally line up or are not consistent with what they previously said, red flag. Yep. Fidgeting, especially playing with their hands or covering their mouth. Also being really vague or not offering details can be a red flag. Over explaining things. If someone is going on and on and on about something, like what are you trying to prove? Yeah. Um, Especially if they're going on and on and on and avoiding the actual clear answer, which is, I think, one of the most telltale signs. And I think you see this a lot. This is one of the most common ones that I see when people start not only over explaining, but also not really giving a clear answer, that clear cut. No, I didn't do it. Or this is exactly what happened. Like they're not giving you a clear picture of what did or did not happen, but yet they're going on and on and on with like, you know, maybe things that tie in or ways that they're a good person. Um, Major red flags for me. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to possibly do like analyzing a scenario. Jody, do you have any or um, from, I was trying to think if there was like a situation of, Maybe where you've wondered if someone was lying. I know we asked some I have friends. One. Okay. So I can't really think of any because I'm, I guess I'm easy to lie to. I never think anybody's lying to me, <laughs> but we had a friend submit something to us where, um, I guess a friend of hers has been accused of something. And when talking about it, I guess he never actually said no, I didn't do this and just kind of avoided it, avoided it and kept making excuses and like kept saying, you know, if, if I did it, then why isn't this happening or why didn't, you know what I mean? Yes. I think I saw that one. And I think she was saying that, um, yeah, but that was his biggest argument was like, well, if I did it, then why am I not in jail? And if I did it, let's deal with this in the courtroom. And if I did it, then I should be, you know, prosecuted because I don't believe in, in that either. And I don't think that's, you know, I don't think, I don't think criminals should be roaming the streets and stuff. And to me, I hate to break it to you, but those are like the biggest just beyond red flags for me when someone starts not only avoiding answering a direct thing where they're not going to clearly tell you what happened or what didn't happen but then in addition to that they start in with these if I did it then you know where's the law Mm -hmm. or I think criminals should be in jail you know it's almost like it's almost like they're just admitting (laughs) without realizing basically especially when they're they're like because I think that I, I would find it very, very unlikely that someone offering those kind of excuses would be innocent of whatever they're accused of. Absolutely. Especially like they take it up a, a step farther when they're like, not only I would be in jail if this were true, but people that do things like this, I don't like, I don't have any, you know, mm-hmm. respect for people that do things like this. They're, they're, pushing it too far or sometimes you see a bit of a shift where like the language is almost consistent with what they're saying but they're you know they're they're not saying I didn't do it but they're saying um the courts haven't convicted me or they're saying if I did it then why am I not in jail like it's just that's just a question that's not really saying I didn't do it um or they're saying they might not even say like say they're accused of 
oh, this is an awful, uh, like being a child molester or something. It's like, I don't know why I went there with it, but that's where I'm going. And they might not say, well, first of all, they might be justifying some of their behavior as not quite fitting what they define as a child molester because they're justifying what they do to be like, well, it's not like I'm a child molester. I just like looking at children or I don't know, like whatever. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is a terrible example. <laughs> Why did I pick this topic? Anyways, like they're going to say things like, I think child molesters are disgusting. And those kinds of statements can be either because they don't identify that way or because they are disgusted with themselves, but it's still not an admission of like, I did or didn't do it. Yeah. It's just the statement that makes you think, well, if I think this was done by a child molester and this person thinks child molesters are disgusting, obviously they're really against this. And what we're back to now is our lies of influence where they're trying to use, they're trying to both distract from the conversation, but then they're also trying to like build up some credibility by proving to us that they like have these values that align or do not align with the values of a child molester. Right. Like so they are trying to be like, there's you. no way they did it because they're yeah. a Christian or whatever. Yeah. Like they would never do it. So how could you ever possibly think that they did? Like they don't like people that would do things like that. So there's no way that they could be accused or should ever be accused of it. And yeah. 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 I wish we could do like, it would be fun to do one where I know we're not like a radio show, but like where people call in and give us examples. Cause I'm like, I could analyze, but you almost, you need more details. And so even <laughs> if someone had sent like, Hey, this was kind of the situation. Like a lot of it depends on those other factors. Were there any nonverbal indicators? Were there, you know, right. Okay. All right. So did you want to read this one? The more you practice, the more naturally you will notice red flags. Once, you know, you can't really unknow, but don't expect to become a walking lie detector. Be aware of your biases and try to ignore truthful behavior. That might sound weird, but when you ignore truthful behavior, you're better able to see the deceptive behavior. For instance, if you generally believe that religious people are good, you may have to overlook religious references to not be swayed away and miss those deceptive indicators, especially since disclosures to build character are often a tactic to avoid answering questions in hopes that you will perceive them as a good person and simply no longer believe that they are at fault. Basically, we are all human and in normal everyday conversation, even pros can miss some things. It's not realistic or healthy to be in this mindset all the time. So turn it on when you need it. Sure. But don't stress it all the time. And what I, (laughs) I wrote that and I didn't write it very well because I didn't really give a lot of context. What I meant by turning it on and off, like basically being in the mode to just to like of being like hyper conscious of what you're looking for and looking for those deceptive like behaviors. Uh, It kind of takes turning on that mode or turning it on to where you're consciously looking for it. And you don't want to have that turned on all the time um, basically. But if you're really interested in learning more, uh, there's a few books that I think are really good on this. One of them in particular that I think is probably an easier read for people who don't have like a background in communication or any of that it's called spy the lie and it was actually written by former cia agents who offer tactics and examples and 
So it's, it's just really interesting. It's available on Amazon and Audible. I will link it in the show notes uh, with one of our, with our links and resources. That's a really good one. There's another one I think called Lie Spotting. It is longer. It's pretty good also though, um, as far as just being easy to understand. But Spy the Lie definitely is a really, is a really interesting one because it goes through a lot of the tactics and gives you a, a pretty good idea while also being interesting and engaging and not getting too like it's it doesn't feel like you're reading a case study or something (laughs) awesome so but yeah that is all we have today for lying uh we could have gone I went I I could have gone on so much with this I had to just cut it off but there's ways that you can ask questions to kind of elicit truth as well and I don't know if we'll do a separate episode on that but So not only knowing what behaviors to look for, but also how you approach the person you're talking to can make a huge difference on whether or not you're able to get the truth out of someone. And I think that is also really interesting kind of counterpart or uh, to this. But anyways, I'm going to shut up and move into (laughs) Joe Jam. Yes. What you got, Jody? This week, I have another Tyler Childers song, and um, I think it's it's been out for a few years, but I have been listening to it basically on repeat l- lately. It's called Charleston Girl, and my favorite is the live version. So if you're going to check it out, listen to that one. Awesome. And mine is called Handstand by French Montana and Doja Cat featuring Saweetie. I like saying her name so weedy. I know. <laughs> kind of fun. So weedy. Yeah. I always, I always feel like it's a little awkward to say. Yeah. I kind of like it, but it's also kind of awkward. All right, I always anyway. feel weird when I want to say it's like Megan the Stallion. Why does it say the? Like T-H- I know. <laughs> I always want to say I, Megan the Stallion. That's how I say it in my head. Yes. Well, wasn't I calling um ASAP Rocky ASAP Rocky? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't listen to me when it comes to that's like the nysnk group whatever see i I can't even spell in sync oh wow (laughs) if chris jenner were in it that's what it would be (laughs) yes because it spells out their names anyway yeah okay all right and now it's time to dish, bish. You better dish, bish. Oh, yeah, yeah, dish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so sexy. Okay, Jody. we just have a few questions on dish, bish. They are a little bit tied to our lying topic, but let's kick it off with what is something that you used to lie about when you were a kid? <laughs> So much, so much. I was so stupid. You know what? I think a lot of it is <laughs> when I was a kid, I, there was one other little kid on my street. I, my brother is 16 years older than me. So basically I was like by myself and I just tried to like make up adventures in my head. I think <laughs> I pretended a lot. So things I used to lie about when I was a kid. I had like a lot of imaginary friends and I would try and convince my family that they were real. That's so cute. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Wait, I have a question. Could you see them? No, oh. I think I, no. I mean, Cause I, like I never those. had imaginary friends. So I always wonder like the people that did have, that do have imaginary friends when they're little, like, can you see them and hear them? Cause I, I've heard that a lot of people do. 
with their imaginary friends. So anyways, honestly, it was more like imaginary boyfriends. I want to (laughs) say. (laughs) (laughs) And no, it's not ghost sex boyfriends. It was, oh my God. I just like really wanted a boyfriend. No, that's so funny. That just that gave me that literally triggered a memory of me lying about like boyfriends and kissing when I was in middle school. Oh my gosh, Um, I did. I remember that made me think of. Gosh, that's so so embarrassing. I remember um, I was good friends with this girl in grade school, and she was dating this other guy. And I remember we were in a group like doing a group project one time and someone asked her if they had had sex yet and this was like fifth grade or something yeah. like this was way too young and she was like I swear to god I remember her saying this she goes no we were going to but he couldn't figure out which hole it was <laughs> what <laughs> just the stupid shit that kids lie about like you know that she come on come on now but and then I remember um yeah. Like when I first got my first boyfriend, he was like, Oh, have you ever like given a blow job or anything? And I was like, yeah. And I definitely hadn't even seen a penis, but I just didn't, I didn't know if that seemed uncool. <laughs> <laughs> I actually never saw his either. So it was all right. But <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's funny. I yeah. love your answer so much. No, no. <laughs> Makes men feel really lame, but then like reminded me of like a bunch more stuff I lied about that I forgot I lied about. Oh my gosh. So I, I lied about like everything I had this. (laughs) Well, this is when I was like a younger kid. I had this thing called secret club (laughs) where I would invite all the kids in the neighborhood over and um, we'd meet in our playhouse and then I would tell them all stories of like dreams that I had, but they were all made up, but I'd make them like really, really weird. Um, and they'd be like always shocked, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you dreamed that. I'm like, I know. <laughs> and I didn't, I just wanted like some shock factor story to tell everyone. Um, so that's cool. And then Uh, I remember lying about like journal entries that we had to do in elementary school. We'd have to like write about our morning. And I remember being like, I don't really like my morning. So I just like make something up about, I remember one specifically about a squirrel that like we saw on the road when we were walking and it crawled up my leg and I wrote all about it. And the teacher was like, wow, sounds like an interesting morning. Like she really (laughs) knew I was lying. And I remember later like seeing that and like being really upset about it and being like, I lied and like tearing it up dramatically. Automatically. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh boy. Dude, I had so many lies. I lied about seeing the Titanic so that I could sit with popular girls at like <laughs> school. And then when I did see it, I thought he was dying in every scene and I like couldn't even handle it. Um, oh my God. And then the boyfriend thing too. I don't know why it reminded me of this when you were talking about that. But I'm <laughs> like, what's the one thing you lied about? And I'm like, here, let me tell you 30 things I've lied about. <laughs> um, okay. Did you ever see the movie Beethoven? Like with the dog? Yes. I don't really remember it, but I know I've seen it. Okay. This is so, I don't know why I remember this, but like you telling me about lies about the boyfriend reminded me of this. And there's this scene. I remember specifically, I was like young. I want to say like elementary or maybe fifth grade. 
And there, I remember watching it and there's this scene in the movie where like the teenage daughter, like she's like in love with some boy or something. And I don't know if they like kissed or what, I think they kissed at some point. And she like goes into her bedroom and she has her books and she like falls in the bed dramatically. And she's like, ah. and I remember thinking like, that's what teenage life must be like. <laughs> Oh, dorky that I'm even saying this. And anyways, then I would tell like my younger sister, be like, this boy like kissed me at school by the lockers. And then I'd like go home and like lay on the bed and like, ah, like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, dude, I don't even know what's wrong with me. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, there's probably more stuff that I lied about when I was a kid. Um, I don't know. Those are just some of the fun ones. I know. I feel like there was so much when I was a kid that I was just, I lived a crazy fun child. <laughs> I blamed stuff on my siblings a lot too. Like I remember one time. Okay. So that we had what's called yak backs. I don't know if you remember. Did you ever have one of those? It was, oh, this is going to sound like we didn't have, we didn't have no shell phone back then. <laughs> it was this small little device that had like a record and a play button on it. And you could record. And then just play it back. And that was it. It was oh, yeah, yeah. back. And I would, when my parents were gone, I would like go down in the basement and be like, fuck you, Aaron, you stupid bitch. And then I would go <laughs> up to my parents and be like, I got it on tape. Look what Carol said to me. <laughs> and they'd be like, well, she, cause it was like really shitty audio quality. So you couldn't so really they couldn't tell. And they'd be like, oh my gosh, she's got the proof right here. And then Carol would get in trouble. <laughs> um that's awful I know or I'd like write on the wall and then sign my name on it and be like obviously it wasn't me am I stupid enough to sign my own name someone set me up and then my parents would be like clearly that's the only logical conclusion which one of you did it Carol or Lizzie and one of them would get in trouble oh my god Um, I don't know if that's like a middle child thing or what but um I love it so much or maybe I'm just like really weird (laughs) Anyways, that was more than we bargained for on that question. So we're going to move on. (laughs) What is something that you have lied about as an adult? As an adult, what have I lied about? Mm, What have I lied about as an adult? I don't know. What have I lied about? I feel like you would know. Well, one thing that I thought about that we both used to lie about, and I I hadn't originally thought of this, but I thought about it when I was talking about all my childhood lies when we were in our twenties and maybe even before then, but like it was adults, but like young adults, Mm -hmm. we would, I remember if we were going to go to a party or a bar and we're like, I want to do this really crazy thing, but like, we're not drunk yet, or we can't drink (gasps) if we have to drive. And then this, we would be like, here's the plan just act drunk. When we show up, we're going to tell people we already did a bunch of shots and then we can do whatever we want. And it's excused because like our mindset was like, if you're drunk, it's excused. So we'll just tell people we're drunk and then we can act just stupid. We we did do that all the time. Like we would be like, we haven't, we're not drunk. We'd have our first drink and we'd be like, this is my sixth drink. Right. Like we don't want to wait to get crazy. So like, let's just tell people we're already already crazy. We did that all the time. Yes, we did. We did. Oh I would God. still do that, to be honest. I'm like, oh, I've had a few too many. And that's really <laughs> just like my personality. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what I just thought of, actually, I was talking about it earlier in our group chat. 
um, you know, you ever have days where you just like, don't want to be at work or like when I was in Monday high school, Friday, yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I was in high school, they wouldn't let you go home unless you had a fever or if you said you threw up and obviously they're not going to go like check, like, how do they prove that you th- threw up? So I would, I went to the nurse that she had like seriously think there was an issue. Cause I threw up quote unquote so much at school <laughs> just cause I wanted to go home. Like I didn't want to be there and I was just done and you know, and, um, so yeah, the, I guess that was like teenager. No, I get it. Know. I used to tell my gym teacher I was on my period whenever it was a swimming day at yes. PE <laughs> and it was a hey. male teacher. So he never questioned it. And dude, like, it's always a male teacher. And they, the reason people do that is because you, they make you get your hair wet and then they don't give you enough time to wash it or dry it or anything. So you're sitting in classes the rest of the day and it's swimming's always in winter. Yep. So your and when- hair's frozen, it's freezing, it, your back's wet because you're they don't give you enough time to like dry your hair, it's dripping everywhere. So yep. what the hell do they expect? And I was really, when I was in high school, when I did swimming, I was a freshman and I remember like I was really self-conscious then in general. So like not only was it like you have to be in a swimsuit in front of like all the boys in your class, but on top of that, again, you have what, five minutes afterwards to change. And I was like flattering my hair. I was just starting to get into like makeup and like do my makeup. I wore, oh my gosh, I wore heels to school almost every day. Um, it was just like a lot to have to like change and try to like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It was together. Ridiculous. So yeah, my period came at very random times. And <laughs> yeah. uh- <laughs> so you get that pervert teacher, gym teacher. It's like, prove it well at first I tried telling him I have asthma I was like I have asthma I can't swim and he's like swimming cures asthma and I was like the fuck? <laughs> cures asthma I remember him saying that and I was like this is so then it's just okay I'm on my period okay. all right <laughs> forever yeah okay um something you've lied about as an adult I know what I was trying to think of questions for this earlier I was like really having a hard time thinking of stuff that I've lied about. I think the drunk one's a good example. I feel like ours are always <laughs> fun ones. It's not like we're not lying about anything major, yeah. but I was having a really hard time coming up with something because I feel like since I've been more aware of deception detection, like ever since I studied it, I've become the world's worst liar to where if anything, I'm more likely to overshare than whatever, but it would also be a lie to say I never lie. So the only one I could think of earlier is when my mom always gets me like really weird gifts honestly like I don't think she <laughs> listens to this I hope she doesn't so it's fine but she'll get me like these things that she just like whatever is on a Facebook ad like one year it was these like velcro straps that I still haven't figured out what you're supposed to do with um tools that are like very specific for cleaning like this is like a specific tool just to clean this one part of your windowsill or just like a very <laughs> very specific cleaning tool um, yeah. and I'm always like what the fuck why 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 did why yeah. but I usually am just like oh yeah no that's okay yeah no that's cool um and I probably I thought they count like that but that's probably the main thing I lie about stuff that like, I think is gonna. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I did in like my twenties and stuff, but I feel like as we're older, like we don't have to, like if we're, you know what I mean? Like if we, if there's something that we feel like we have, like we would just say, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Like if, if I'm like, Aaron, do I look fat in this? You'd be like, yeah, 
come on. Like, or you'd be like, you wouldn't say it like that, but you would. No, but you, but I feel like with us, it's different though, because we wouldn't ever like you could, because you'll be like, I think the other one's a lot more flattering. And then we know what that means. Like, yeah. (laughs) You you find a nice way to say it, but it's still the truth. Right. Which I appreciate, but not everyone does. I, I would say maybe stuff we probably lie about is stuff that everybody Oh, I'm sorry if you hear yelling. I think my son is doing something real stupid on Minecraft or rope like <laughs> Fortnite or whatever. I don't hear it. Okay, good. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. What was he saying? Oh, no, I was going to say stuff that I lie about now, I think when it comes to, I was thinking like work stuff. Like if there's a conversation where I know that my feedback is not really wanted or, you know, the group is moving forward with something and it's just not worth putting my feedback. And they're like, does anyone disagree? I might just be like, no, it's, that's fine. Like kind yeah. of, um, or when I'm, when I feel like I need to pick my battles, you know, and I'm For just sure. like, I maybe don't agree with something, but it's not worth the debate at that time, maybe that would be kind of a, I don't want to like either a lie of omission or kind of a green when I don't really agree. Like, um, yeah. And I try not to do those a lot, but I also try to pick my battles and, and consciously do them some so that I'm not overly confrontational. Cause that's my more tendency with being overly <laughs> like, like I'll recognize even in those little scenarios that it's a lie. And so my tendency will want to be like to not say the lie. And then it comes off as overly confrontational. So mm-hmm. I try to be aware of that. And then sometimes just agree for the sake of like social norms and things <laughs> and not getting in arguments. Yeah. Maybe that's well, where I lie is when people like want to argue with me and I'll be like, <laughs> like, yes, you're right. You're right. With everything. That's what you I definitely most. do. Like anytime <laughs> there's a potential for conflict, yeah. you, you will just like agree with someone. Like it could be something that you don't agree with at all. And mm-hmm. you will be like, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, and it will seem like in their mind, like you're on the same page and you're thinking yeah. like, yep, yep. I'm just going to nod, get me out of this conversation. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> it's a good all and right. a bad thing. <laughs> so now... Tell us about a time that you caught someone lying. All right. Um, one time I can think of, I can think of a couple. Uh, one, I was working at a salon a few years ago. This is probably like 10 years ago or something, but I was working at a salon and I had worked like a nine hour shift or something all day. And someone was supposed to come in for the last like four hours and close. And she had called me and said that uh, her kid was sick or something and she wasn't able to come in and no one else was able to come in. So she asked if I could just stay in clothes. And I obviously didn't want to, I was exhausted. Like it's exhausting working in a salon. And so I did it. And then later on, I saw pictures that she, she didn't post them. She wasn't that stupid, but she was tagged in photos on social media. I don't remember if it was MySpace or Facebook. It's been that long. I think it was Facebook. But she was tagged out. She went out to the bar and I caught her and I was kind of PO'd about it. Um, another one I can think of, this was a guy I was dating a long, long time ago. I had had a feeling that he was still talking to his ex. Um, she had mentioned that she, you know, still wanted him. I, I don't, I don't remember how I'd found, how I'd heard that or if she told me or what it was, but I had had a feeling and actually you were with me this night. I don't know if you remember this. 
but we went to a party out of town. And when we were on our way back, I asked him where he was. And he told me that he was at his friend's house. And this friend happened to be dating his, my boyfriend at the time's best friend. So they were like all friends before we got together. And he was at this person's house. And I was like, okay, well, I'll be there in a little bit. And he was like, no, 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 I'm getting ready to leave. And I was like, no, I'll be right there. And we pulled up. And when I pulled up, it was right behind his ex's vehicle, which he didn't know that I knew that that's what it was. And the way that I caught him is when he came out to my car, I asked him whose car that was in front of mine that was parked outside his friend's house. And he said, it's the neighbor. And I said, what neighbor? And he pointed to the house across the street, which he wouldn't know. He'd he'd never, I don't think he'd even been to that house before. And that's how I caught him. I'm like, I know that that's not the neighbors. There's no way you would know. How would you know that that's whose car that is? And so the night, um, it was a fun night. Yeah. (laughs) What about you? Um, Okay. So the most recent example I can think of is this friend of ours who had just kind of screwed up and made a video that was posted on social media, trying to basically convince people that he was innocent. But throughout the whole thing, it was like one deception indicator after another. Like he was literally going through, like, if I did this, then let's deal with this in the courts too. If I, to then, I don't even really know what they're saying I did. And I mean, literally every single one to kind of talking about other things that happened to talking about like how he goes to church and how he reads the Bible and um, like anything to build up character and, and just avoid. And at no point he made this long video and at no point did he ever state, I hope he doesn't listen to this. I don't think he does, but (laughs) Sorry, bro, if you do, um, we know, uh, <laughs> at no point did he ever clearly state, like, I did not do this, or this is clearly what happened in this situation at no point. And so mm-hmm. it just really, it, it, for me kind of left you to assume the worst. Um, obviously that doesn't necessarily mean the worst is what happened, but definitely it was not, you know, a good look in my mind. <laughs> It seemed like a lot of avoidance of the, the actual situation that he was seeing. And just running through every single possible thing from playing dumb, like he didn't know what happened to playing, you know, to the character building to the, like literally just anything to avoid at no point. And, and all the if statements, it was like, to me, that's the nail in the coffin. When you start those, like, if I did it, then like, it's like, okay, so you did it in combined with some of those other things in combined again, the one thing alone, but whatever. I was just like, man. Yeah. Like you did For it. Sure. You just basically told us that you did it, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I have. Unless you want to tell us about anyone else lying. I can't think of anything. Word. Holla. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Boom Tequila Podcast. Join our Facebook group. That's where it's all popping off and cool to be. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Facebook. Facebook's where it's, Facebook is not where it's cool to be, but our Facebook group is a cool place to be. Even if you generally otherwise hate Facebook, you'll like our Facebook group. Anyways, yeah. join it and give us a good review and we'll talk to you later bye
Yes. Uh, this is Sasquatch and he. That was like um, oh. if Napoleon Dynamite's uncle was a Sasquatch hunter. How I'm still trying to get him. Uncle Rico on here. Oh my gosh. If you can get Uncle Rico, <sighs> tell him we'll like blow him or something. <laughs> <laughs> we, might not we, won't. we won't, but just to get him just, on the we'll show. We'll lie to him. <laughs> 